Welcome to Game Mechanics, a show about tabletop role-playing games from a lot of different perspectives. I'm Logan Jenkins. Today I'm talking to Riley Hopkins about their game, Interstitial, a game about worlds colliding in the vein of Kingdom Hearts, Crisis on Infinite Earths, or Into the Spider-Verse. Interstitial is available right now at linksmithgames.com. Interstitial, like Kingdom Hearts, puts a focus on relationships at the heart of the game. Which brings me to my favorite part of the game, the link system, in which players can make a link with any character in the game to flesh out how the characters feel about each other. The links are one of four types. Light, if you view the person as a friend. Mastery, if you think there's something you can learn from that person. Heart, if there's something you can learn about yourself from observing the person. And dark, if you view that person as a rival. The links you make during the game can be spent to gain rerolls, meaning in order to make success more likely for yourself, you'll need to make it a priority to make relationships with as many people as you can. That's why links are my favorite. They bridge the gap between roleplay and game. I go much more in depth with this discussion in my talk with Riley, so let's get to that. We should do the switchover, huh? We should make that. <laughs> I suppose so. Hey, listener. Uh, you. This is uh. This may be sitting in the RPG Design Friends feed, but you'll notice that this is not RPG Design Friends anymore. That podcast is no more. Instead, here on this in in this in this setup, I'm 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 gone. I'm not the host. I don't belong here anymore. If only a new host would would barge in, barge into this podcasting studio. Right uh, now, excuse me. Oh, hello, Hi. Logan. Oh, I didn't. I didn't barge in. I just let myself in. <laughs> it's okay. You came in on cue. We had the door unlocked. <laughs> you may know my good friend Logan from such things as very random encounters, or interstitial season two, or just being a kind of cool dude, <laughs> just Ooh. a swell man. Aw, aw, thanks. Riley, Logan, (laughs) (laughs) what's up? You're the host now. Yeah, I'm the host. Okay, so leave. All right, now that Riley's gone, I've got a special guest this week. Their name is Riley Hopkins. Did my (laughs) Riley? Can you come back in? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Did my mic pick up me throwing my headset down? (laughs) (laughs) A little bit. (laughs) Good. (laughs) Yeah. No. Okay. So for game mechanics, I do want to have like pretty targeted conversations mm-hmm. about whatever thing. Mm-hmm. And so I thought as a transition episode, it might be really fun to talk about one of the things that I think is the most successful uh, thing about interstitial, which is there's a lot of different game groups out there and, and a lot of different ways to play a game. And it sometimes it's hard to bridge the gap between people who want to, you know, have like a story driven board game essentially where they're not really putting in a lot of effort mm-hmm. like, on character building, and then on a completely role-playing thing where you're not actually, there's no mechanics, you're just, everybody's collectively telling a story. Mm-hmm. But Interstitial has a great mechanic that is, in order to succeed in the game, you're going to need to make some kind of relationship with almost everybody that you meet. Like, the more pe- the, re- the more relationships that you make, the more you can have re-rolls. Mm-hmm. Which is great. <laughs> <laughs> I like it quite a bit. <laughs> yeah. No, it's just, I mean, it's it's a gamified thing. So even if if somebody is going into it trying to just play a board game, then, ha got them. Because <laughs> if you want to you want a metagame interstitial, you're just going to have to make friends with everybody. <laughs> gotcha, nerd. Now you have to make friends. So I know that went through a lot of iterations, like interstitial in general. Mm-hmm. Can you talk about, like, the process, like, yeah. how that came about? So, like... 
When I first started on Interstitial, the thing that I really wanted to kind of uh, mirror was originally Monster Hearts. Like, have you have you played Monster Hearts? I own the book and I've read a little <laughs> bit of it, but I have not played it. <laughs> it's very cool. And in, in Monster Hearts, it has this thing called strings. And strings are like the strings you have on other people. It has like your connections to these other people. And you can pull these strings to make them do what you want. Because Monster Hearts mm. is a game that is at its core about kind of manipulation and kind of like teens being shitty now oh. we like st- started with the idea of that of like yeah i can spend a link to get somebody to do what i want them to do but that's not what kingdom hearts is about it's not about gaining social capital it's about literally just making the relationships and so mm-hmm. we then figured out like the multiple kinds of links because at one point two interstitial stats were like you would travel on a path from light to dark mastery to heart like there'd be two stats that would like alternate between each other and that didn't work out super well either but like it all came together when i figured out that links were about friendship there was about (laughs) it was about that and then like i would see people say like talk about how in games, like if a game doesn't give you the tools and say, hey, you should do this thing, some players just won't think to do this thing. And part of what Interstitial does with that is like it'll tell you to play Naruto or whatever. But like <laughs> the other thing is it like tells you to make relationships. Cause like, yeah. if you think about like a D&D or like another character, like somebody playing a Dungeon World or like Pathfinder or a game that is like not necessarily immediately telling you you need to make friends with this person. You'll, you'll blow by NPCs. They'll just populate the world, but they're not going to mean a lot to you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there are some yeah, players. I, I that mean, will... absolutely. I know. <laughs> I've played in lots of games where <laughs> everybody is just either someone to be punched or you know just like manipulated into doing something mm. for you right now. Yeah, and so making you sit down and go, "Nope, this is my friend," or "I want to learn from this person." <laughs> like that's the other thing is like there is no like. I think I can use this person link that you can have an interstitial because <laughs> yeah, like you can, like you could use a friend or you could use your enemy, but there is no, ah, I know this person for the fucking clout because the game doesn't want you to just do that. It wants you to think about every relationship you have with somebody. Cause if you just want them from the clout, then you don't have a link with them. Like <laughs> you, you, don't, you don't have shit. Yeah. Yeah. I really like that. You talked about some of the the iterations, like uh, two scales of like mm-hmm. light to dark and uh, mastery to heart. Heart. What are some other iterations that you thought like, oh, this is gonna work out, and then it's it sort of didn't, but like. So one kind of idea of making like gamifying friendship and shit in that was, I had like a kind of a. You had like a flowchart that you continue to grow and connect. You know what I mean? It would mm-hmm. make a more visual web almost. Ooh. And like it would stretch out from one person. That way you could see how you interact with other characters. And then like you would have it so like if you have a group of four people, each person would have boop, boop, boop. Here we are. Here's our four circles. And you would branch outwards. And then you would have to have one of your NPCs that you've now made connect with another person you know what i mean yeah and so like not either with another player or another npc and those that way you start getting this big fucking tangled web this tangled (laughs) mess of like characters which is cool for like a microscope type thing for like a for a gmless game i think that could rule but for interstitial itself it didn't super work for what i wanted which was the we make relationships we recognize them as like super important to us 
and then we roll through with them when we can like spend them at will we we have them on a list like we have track of them easy a flowchart wasn't super easy yeah it's it almost seems like you'd need to develop uh like a, a comprehensive like piece mm-hmm. of software for that <laughs> to go yeah. along with your rpg Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that was when I was like thinking of like how video games work a lot more than like how tabletop works and like what mm-hmm. the intersection is of those because like yeah that's a thing where it's like that's a software if I like turned on a game and I saw like and I could look at like a, a web of people like that is very effective and seeing how people interact or have like connections like I like looking at that kind of web. But yeah. unless the game is just that like if it was like quiet year but for people like <laughs> That would rule. I've been like, I've been working on a new system that I don't know if it's an interstitial supplement or if it's just like a game supplement in the vein of like how on VRE y'all just do the like uh like the time passes uh traveling yeah. move. Like I'm, you know how in Fire Emblem there are supports. Yeah, yeah. I'm playing a lot of Fire Emblem right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wow. trying to figure that out like as game. Ooh, yeah. okay. Because, like, I, in, in video games, I love that, like, in XCOM or Fire Emblem, if these two people roll with each other for long enough, like, they are just, like, they're ride or die. Like, they're great with each other. They will, like, protect each other, and they are they get stronger together. Mm-hmm. But, like, how does that, how would that even work in, like, a, uh, in a game? Like, how could you do that? Because it's not something that's just, like, super easy to snap into. And so, yeah. I've been working on this thing where it's, like, and the other thing I wanted to do is, like, have people, you know, in, like, forum rp or like like a really laid back payply posts you have like a there can be like an out of there can be like an in-character twitter or an in-character group text or something yeah i want that in tabletop more i want people to not play the game to play the game like message each other outside of the uh outside of the game itself and so like if imagine if like fucking sans and john cena were texting in character (laughs) when we weren't running sessions of interstitial season two like that would have kind of owned. <laughs> that would have ruled. Yeah, and that's what you, supports yeah. are too. Absolutely. Yeah. It's like what happens when they're just chilling at mm-hmm. back of the thing. Of course, that does mean that you need to structure the game in terms of like you go out on missions and then you, when you're basically between sessions of play, your characters are presumed to be just chilling out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like on a that weekend or whatever. On like a Blades version of that for like their downtime. Yeah, definitely. The other way to think of it is the, in the kind of like uh, canon and time is nebulous. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it doesn't matter when these air quotes happened, but they happened. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I put out a chart here of like uh, your every every relationship or friendship goes from F rank to BFF rank. Um, <laughs> and so it starts at like uh, we're coworkers. We barely. We, we know each other, but we don't get into the important shit. I'd eat dinner with you. We'll talk about our pasts, but like we'll fl- and we'll flesh out who we are. We're best friends. We're inseparable. We'll, we're able to help each other out. Ride or die. This is our family. We'll call you out when you mess up, but we will keep you in here. Like it's like <laughs> that's like the highest one. And then as you go through, like I each one now has like an, a basically like a playbook move that you get when you do it. When with an A rank friend, when your friend is in need, you can take harm to overcome any obstacle to get to them. Whether or not you can help is besides the point. You are here. <laughs> like <laughs> I love that, and like you only get that by talking after, like in between sessions and communicating, and your characters, not you and the other player, your two characters interacting with each other. 
that rules to me. I love that kind yeah. of relationship building in games. Yeah. And just, I mean, like, if you can get as elegant of a mechanic as the link system to do, like, to make people think, like, oh, I should, I should text John Cena <laughs> as Sans tonight. <laughs> I really need to make sure to do that. Then, yeah, that's, I mean, I think that's the tough thing, though, because, like, well, I mean, you're super macho in this regard because you've already made the, like, very good link system. <laughs> Thank um, you for putting it, me over. I appreciate it. <laughs> it. It does seem like a tough challenge to be like, this is the reason why you need to, outside of the game, do homework, essentially, you mm-hmm. know? Well, is it homework? Because that's the thing. Like, it's... It, there is a way it could be seen as homework where it's like, ah, I need to get my, I need to up my friendship grade with this NPC to a B rank. <laughs> but like, that's never how I role play necessarily. Cause like, if I want to keep playing the game out of character, then I will. You know, I was, I was in a Monster yeah. Hearts play by post where it's like we had in character texts and stuff and we'd put like the timestamps on them too, where it's like scene at <laughs> text red. <laughs> it's like a, a reply four hours later. Like <laughs> there are times when like I want to be, I want to just like message in character because I've thought of something silly and like not like making it something that you don't need to do and you aren't punished for not doing. You are only like gifted for doing. Yeah, I think, I think helps greatly. Yeah, yeah, I think that I, that is like what is successful about the link system. It's not, it doesn't, it's not punishment if you don't do it, but it is a great reward if you do. <laughs> what are like, what are your takes on like ideas for like ways to kind of man like trick players into making relationships <laughs> if they wouldn't before, or like mandate like you got to make some, you got to make some friendships. Like, what are your, what are your thoughts on that? Well, you mentioned the um, travel questions thing or time passes mm-hmm. moves. I I put that in every single game I've I've DM'd. Hell yeah! Because that makes people really think about them the the people that they're sitting at the table with, not just in terms of like we only have adventures. You know, that it, it takes it out to a broader picture of like sometimes we're riding on a cart for like a whole day. And and with nothing to do except talk to each other. And I mean, we're not just silent. So we should consider things that maybe not even related to this adventure we're going on. Yeah. I think that's you if you. So I have a list of travel questions ready to go for like Dungeons and Dragons when I DM mm-hmm. that, which is just like any number, just a list. And then I just like pick from the list based on what I think would help draw some connections between the group. Uh, depending on how everybody's characters are growing, but I think I think most games should have that, and that's really what you're talking about with texting as well. That's mm-hmm. what do your characters think about each other when they're not doing the thing mm-hmm. <laughs> that how, the game is about? How do they interact when they aren't like doing the fucking action? And to to your point of saying you're tricking your players, that <laughs> is like just asking that question of like what are they doing when they're not killing a dragon is like oh i've never thought about this (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think the the link system is does a better job of doing that consistently because i have to sort of be like okay well we're traveling now so that's Mm -hmm. when i get to do this particular kind of character building i do really want to have more opportunities and links are like every time you meet a new person it can 
it's it's like there's a mechanic right now that if you do a little bit of role playing, you can get a benefit. So <laughs> for <laughs> every what, new person, it's great. That's what something I like. I think like because I like the link system too. But the way that I make you make links in interstitial can be so clunky. It can slow the thing down. And so like part of me wonders like what does that look like if you could find a way to like make that a smoother transition. Like mm. maybe is it is it your first blush like connection with a character can just be boom you have made that link but like when you start trying to dig into it it's like refining the link and that's when you, your first impression fades and you start making a more concrete opinion is that more interest like because the hardest because the the thing I've in listening to so many different people play my game it's like some people will just be like uh, forget to make a link when you meet a character because you forget that that's a whole move you forget that that's a currency in the game. Like, Mm -hmm. it's interesting to think about in, like, how can you make these things more efficient, not the right word, just easier to use if you aren't inundated with the system already. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I I have definitely been there. Like, playing Sans, everybody would be like, okay, I'm making a link with Crispin Cream. And (laughs) I was like, oh, shit, I could I could be friends with everybody. (laughs) I I forgot. (laughs) but that i mean that just means that one person at the table needs to really know the game and theoretically Mm -hmm. that's at least one person at the table is going to know which is the the Mm -hmm. gm currently right yeah which is which is good um somebody to remind you that this is a thing i think that's i think that's anything right because you can't Mm -hmm. in any game that's a really any game you can't have the responsibility to know every single word of the rules on one person. So yeah, I mean, I think it's fine that some people forget like that. As long as it's, as long as somebody at the table, they're remembering that's as, that's like, I think it's as good as you can really do. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's early on in designing interstitial. Somebody told me you cannot like over design your game to the point where like people will not make mistakes in playing it. But mm-hmm. I like I like want to push back against that because I feel like there are ways that you could teach your game or build a game in ways that like it can become more like a slide and less like stairs. You know what I mean? Like Absolutely. And yeah. so I'm I'm always trying to think of like how how to improve or make these things less painless or feel better. Mm. That's it's it's hard. That's hard <laughs> to do. <laughs> yeah hey okay okay so on that note there's one part of the link system that it doesn't super track with me mm-hmm. which is that when you spend a link you get to re-roll but you don't the, the the link you spent doesn't have to have anything to do with the re-roll yeah and i know that i i'm pretty sure i've heard you talk about how that used to be the case like that you had to have list a reason mm-hmm. so You'd have like a reason, and then also if you could spend each link to do a different thing, like if you spent a light link, like you could have a friend there in the room, or if you spent a dark link, you could put somebody at a very disadvantageous position. A heart link could heal you, or a mastery link could let you ask a question. Like, and mm-hmm. those just got it got so complicated to have that also on top of everything else. Yeah, I think like it's super snappy the system as it is, mm-hmm. and that one thing just stands out. But I like I know you've gone down that road, so I know mm-hmm. it's like it probably doesn't make any sense to have a, like I'm burning Optimus Prime and 
this specific thing is what I learned from that interaction. Mm. Yeah, because most people will just do that in 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 game. Like most people will yeah. say, like they spend a link and like, oh, what? Like they'll be like, because what I did was learn blah 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 blah, and like that's yeah. cool. Excuse me, that's not in the rules, but that's cool. And so, if I put it in the rules, I think that would get bogged down too much. It, yeah, I, th- I think you're right. I, th- mm. I think it. I think it's good as it stands. I'm. I'm still glad <laughs> for the opportunity to ask you about this. It's just a mechanic can never be like fully perfect. I think what you're saying, like you can never design enough to make everything mm-hmm. flawless. Yep. But we we can get towards that. <laughs> we can yeah. walk towards that goal. We can figure it out, and then you'll be like, this is, I think, very good. And then you'll put it out to the sea and put it out to be consumed. And then you'll be like, okay, I have ideas for how to improve this for either the future or just to improve that product as it is now. And that's really, like, that's the hardest thing is, <laughs> like, just going, this is good <laughs> enough for people to read. I will make it better as time progresses. <laughs> yeah, everybody listening to this the <laughs> thing stopping a lot of things from existing is wanting to have that thing perfect and sometimes done well sometimes. all the time done is better than perfect <laughs> yeah and like sometimes you're making something and then you like look back at your old stuff that you've already made and go i can make that synergize better with this and then you go back and rewrite <laughs> that and you look back at your other thing and go "Ooh, i could get over there and rewrite that and then you're just bouncing back and forth until like time ends oh, yeah that's the artist's dilemma you i mean like yeah i don't so you were talking about whether you're going to have like another supplement for interstitial or mm-hmm. if this new thing you're yep. working on will be its own thing Mm-hmm. But it sounded pretty different. So yeah, I mean, like it's maybe like, it's time for a new thing. I know. And here's the thing: I have six things on the fire already, <laughs> and it's just a matter of like, is this a game? Is this like a like thing you can play within a game? Like how some people will do microscope to world build before playing an RPG, or will do the quiet mm-hmm. year for that. Like, is this just like a all right? And we are going to be employing the supports rules from here. Like, that's cool. It won't get used as much if it's not more specific. And so I think mm-hmm. that framing it as like a PBTA supplement for playing the game while you're not playing the game is a good way to frame it. It's just that's going to be that it's an interesting thing to play test because you can't just play test it. You need to play test it while you're playing another game. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. That rem- so there's this game that just recently came out, a board game called Don't Get Got. Hell yeah. It's it's designed to be played while you're doing other stuff. (laughs) You're just given a list of tasks. Like one of them was like, get somebody to scratch your back. And then you're like, you got got. And you, if (laughs) if you get somebody to scratch your back, you, you flip your, that one to done. And if you, if you're the first person in the evening to have done three of your tasks, then you win. One of them, like my friend hid the card underneath a slice of cheesecake and like got me to uncover the thing. It's, (laughs) that I really, yeah, I really like a game that you could play during other games, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it, that's it's 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 almost like the opposite of that. You're playing the game additionally when you're not playing the game. Yeah, <laughs> thinking about how players interact with games has gotten very interesting. My friend Sasha, who made Spindle Wheel, uh, made a no-player hack of uh, For the Queen, huh. where it's For the Queen. You'll flip a card and it'll ask a question. And spindle wheel, you'll flip a card and it will ans- and it will give you like 
it'll give you something to interpret as the answer to that question and you just uh-huh. keep d- doing that and you you're just observing this game happening in front of you you're not playing <laughs> the game at all which is just the wildest shit in the world i mm, i love avant-garde game design i really do yeah that's really neat. And also, For the Queen just rules. It's a good game. <laughs> it rules school. I love it so much. Yeah, I'm definitely... I want to get that on VRE as a mini season. I think that would be great. We Because we normally do... Or we try to do as many GMless or DMless games mm-hmm, as possible mm-hmm. on those. Oh, like, you know, one of your other games. <laughs> Who could say? We don't know of any games that are coming out on the VRE. But I'm so excited for that. You, can't, you cannot understand how hype <laughs> I am to hear that. Oh man, and it was it was magnificent. So fun. <laughs> Fucking speak speaking of if not us and who, my uh my friend Ben Roswell is making a uh is like was writing a hack for that to like influence like cross season arcs and like <laughs> to track characters and their progression throughout, not in like a stats up way, but in like in a character arc way for if not us, then who, which I'm so interested in, in like yeah. that way. Cause Man, my... that would be great. That's, that's kind of a way to trick players into thinking about things in a different way. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I <laughs> so much, of, so much of like how I'm trying to currently approach game design is go, all right, why am I doing the thing that I'm doing? Why am I comfortable in doing that? And how can I throw it away and do it differently? Cause like I default to writing playbooks cause I like PBTA games, but like, is that the best way? Can I think of a better way? I know I always use stats. Like, can I, like, why am I using these stats? Like, why am I using this advancement system? Why am I using this way of, of making sure my characters are connected? It's, I, I want to break free. I want to. I got nothing to lose but my chains, Logan. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, man, I'm so excited for all the stuff that you have on the fire, and uh, I'm excited yeah. that you are excited. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm also King. excited to continue this podcast for you. I, thank you so much for uh, like the rains, basically. No, I'm very excited to hear what y'all do with it because, like. I like the idea for a podcast like this so much because I want to listen to it. I just Yo, cannot same. make it. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you very much, Riley. I think that's a podcast, baby. That's a, that's, that's a podcast, that's baby. <laughs> it's probably been nine months since the last RPG Design Friends episode, so it works out. Yeah. <laughs> for a nice podcast, baby. <laughs> Maybe uh, that won't be the sign off. That's a pretty bad sign off, huh? That, that's that's pods, baby. That's, that's pods. games, baby. What's what's a game mechanic? What's what's like a mechanic? Like, what what do mechanics say? Do mechanics talk? Hope hope we tuned you up. <laughs> get on get on out there. You get your oil changed. <laughs> That'll be that'll be twenty seven fifty. <laughs> Every podcast ends with that'll be twenty seven fifty. <laughs> <laughs>
Your homework this week is to tell me your favorite game mechanic. Tweet it to me at Logan Jenkins. Game Mechanics is part of the Orange Groves. Check out theorangegroves.com to support this and other great shows on the network. And until your next checkup, that'll be 2750. Yep, we're, we're going with that one. Bye!